welcome to the Purpose Unstoppable podcast, where we encourage you to fulfill the calling and purpose on your life with boldness. Our subject we will be speaking from today is, Who Are You? Father God, we thank you for this day that you've blessed us with, Lord. We ask that you cover us with your blood from the crown of our head to the soles of our feet, Father God. Lord, have your way right now in our lives, in Jesus' name. Lord, cover every ear that is listening today. Lord, cover them and meet them where they are. Meet every need, Father God. Lord, we we love you. We worship you. We adore you, Father God. There's no one like you. There's no one that can even compare to you, Father God. We know that you are almighty God, and we worship you, and we praise you, and we honor you, Lord God. Lord, we thank you for this day, Lord. Have your way, Father God, today. Have your way. Speak through me, Father God. Use me for your glory and allow your people to hear exactly what you've called them here to listen to today. Lord, we love you again. In Jesus' name we pray, amen. Many times people can define who they are based upon a career title or a position that they've been awarded. And oftentimes as well, we can find ourselves defining who we are by negative words that people have spoken over our lives. And this could be maybe in your childhood that you've experienced this, or even in um, or even in certain relationships that you've been in, and people have said negative things to us, and that's the way we looked at ourselves in that way. But in my experience, I can share my experience with you. I, um, growing up, you know, I would hear that, you know, I was too dark or I wasn't, wasn't smart enough. And that was just to name a few things that I was told about myself. Believe it or not, I believed that without even knowing any better. I believed the lies that the enemy told from the pits of hell. When we when we hear those things and we and those negative attacks come upon our lives, know that that is from the enemy. God created us, and He thinks that we are so much greater than the words that were spoken over our lives. He created us. He knows what we were created for. And so the tactic of the enemy is to steal our identity in Christ. Because once because once our identity is stolen and once he we believe what the enemy told us, we he knows that we are we we can't fully do what God has called us to do. And so we have to realize and we we have to realize what happens in our lives and we have to forgive forgive those people that have done something to us and we have to you know move on. But what I believe will happen is that while we're speaking today, while I'm speaking to you today, those things are going to be broken off of your life. You have, we're going to, you got to reprogram your thinking so that you can really step out to do what God has called you to do with confidence and be bold in doing what God has called you to do. So as we're reprogramming our thinking, it will deliver you from, from your insecurities and your fears. And I have a scripture for us to talk about who we are in Christ, who does, what does God say about us? Who are we exactly? And so we're going to go to first Peter two, chapter two, verses nine through 10. And we're going to read about what God or who God says that we are. So it reads, but you are a chosen people, a royal priesthood, a holy nation, God's special possession that you may declare the praises of him who called you out of darkness into his wonderful light. Once you were not a people, but now you are a people of God. Once you had not received mercy, but now you have received mercy. What did this scripture tell us? The scripture just gave us five different things. It said that you are, we are chosen by God. Second thing, we're royal priests. Third, we're a holy nation. And then fourth, we are God's special possession. Five, 
we have mercy. It told us five different things. Let's break this down. What are what does it mean to be chosen by God? It means that you're no accident. You are not an accident. You may have been surprised. Your parents may have been surprised by the pregnancy, but you were not a surprise to God. You are not here on accident at all. You were planned by God, actually, because he created us before he even created the world. Aren't you so special to him? Before he created the world and before we were conceived in our mother's womb, God made all of the delicate inner parts of our bodies and formed us in our mother's womb. Isn't that wonderful? He knows exactly who you are because you come from him. We come from him, and he knows exactly why he sent us on earth at this appointed time. He knows why you were supposed to be born. He knows when when you were supposed to be born so your date of birth is not by coincidence i don't believe in coincidences your date of birth is ordained by him you're supposed to be here on the date that he gave you also if you're living and breathing right now today you're supposed to be here so you're not an accident you are selected by god as his ambassador for a particular mission and assignment to do special services to god whatever your assignment is whatever you have to accomplish before leaving this earth do it before leaving the earth because you you just can't wait until you see the lord and he's like wait a minute what what happened you don't have an excuse you got to fulfill that while you're here and number two he said that we are royal priests as Christians, we are kingdom citizens. We come from God. We come from him. And so we're kingdom citizens. And that means that we are representatives on earth from heaven. And your role, our role, is to teach others about where you come from. And that comes from God's word. We're teaching them about God. Thirdly, you are a holy nation. We are set apart by God for good works to serve him. And that means as believers, we can't do what everybody else is doing. If it's if it's not of God, then I don't want no parts of it. You shouldn't have any parts of it if it's not of God. We are separated from the things that are not of God. We are not engaged in sinful activities that um that promotes the world. And Leviticus 10 and 10 says you got to put a difference between the holy and the unholy and the clean and the unclean. So we have to be separated from the world. We can't do what everybody else do. We can't do what, what the world does. We're different. And so number, number four, we are God's special possession. We belong to God. And because we are so special to him, he paid a price by sending his one and only son, Jesus Christ, to die for our sins, to redeem us from suffering death. And in that, we are the purchased possession who are to glorify him. Don't answer this question. I just want you to ponder on this. Just ponder on this, what I'm asking, what I'm about to ask. Would you send your son? Would you send your daughter? Would you send your grandchild, your niece, your nephew to die for sinners? Would you do that? Think about how, how tough that would, would be that he sent his only son to die for sinners. So God loves us so much. He loves us so much. And here's another note. So when Jesus died for our sins, that means everything that people try to bring up about you in your past to hurt you and condemn you. You know, there's no condemnation in Jesus Christ. He does not. He's not condemning us. He's forgiving us. And so when people are trying to hurt you to bring up their past, let them know that you're covered by the blood of Jesus. That stuff's just like it just never happened. It's just like it never happened. You're covered by the blood of Jesus and he's forgiving you. And if you ask him for forgiveness, he's forgiving you. Number five, we have received mercy. God being merciful basically means that when we deserve punishment, he doesn't punish us. And in fact, he blesses us instead. 
Mercy is the withholding of a just condemnation. So he doesn't want us to be harmed or destroyed or even go through unnecessary hardship. He wants his children to fully be about him, doing the right things, living the right way, and putting nothing before him separated from the world. We are all made in God's image. And if we are made in God's image, why would God create himself in a negative way? Or think of, him, think of himself in a, ne- in a negative way? Why would God say anything negative to us? So when we're when we having those thoughts, we're having those negative thoughts, we've been talking about this lately, you got to captivate those thoughts. You got to captivate them. You got to arrest them and replace them with a positive word or scripture. We've been talking about that lately because you because the enemy protect, attacks us in our mind. He attacks us in our mind and our thoughts. And so we got to we got to pull that down and we to arrest those thoughts. What I was saying was God what doesn't think of us in a negative way. He doesn't. He never thinks of us in a negative way. And that means that we are somebody. We're not nobodies. And that God loves us so much that we can't even imagine how much he loves us. And if you're thinking about yourself opposite than what, than what God is thinking about you in, then that means you have taken on a mindset of what everybody else has said about you which is the complete opposite of who God says that you are. You're very important to God and he loves us and he loves you so very much. If anyone tells you differently moving forward, you can never, ever, no longer from today moving forward, you cannot receive that message. You cannot receive it. And I, you know what? Some people say things to your kids. Don't receive it for, for your children either as they're covering. Do not receive it from them. We have to make that change today and we got to start building ourselves up. Start building yourself up and speaking over yourself because I believe that change comes from receiving revelation and retrained thinking. If you're if you don't have a renewed mind, you not if you don't have a renewed mind and you don't re, you don't receive revelation, you re, and you don't receive revelation, I don't believe you can truly change. I believe it's helpful to use I am statements when speaking over yourself such as I am special to God. I am not a mistake. I am fearfully and wonderfully made. I am loved by God. I am beautiful. And you fill in the rest with your statements on your own. I mean, I do this myself. I've been doing it for a while, a long time now. And I started off doing it with um, for 21 days. And I continue on. Sometimes I stop and I kind of re- revise what I want to say. But I, I've done it. And to be honest with you, I've seen a difference. I hope this was helpful to you. I challenge you to make a commitment to speak over your life. And I'm excited for you. I'm excited about what God is doing in your life, especially in this new year. Don't give up, you guys. You got to stay the course. And you have to chase after God like never before. Increase in your prayer life. Increase in in wanting to spend time with God. Increase in that time with him. Because he loves us so much. He wants us us to have an intimate and loving relationship with us. He wants to commune with us. He wants to he wants us to come to him. And sometimes if you don't even if you, you don't have a t- time to pray, you can write letters to him. Sit down and just write. Lord, I love you. I want to spend time with you. I have if you have a you know, I just want to spend time with you right now. Or sometimes when you sit to yourself at lunch, you have lunch with him and you sit and you speak to him and you eat. It's certain, you know, we have a busy day and we have to find ways to squeeze in sometimes just to spend with him. He loves us, y'all. He's a, he adores us. And we, and, and we have to find that time for him. Even if you steal some time away and go to the restroom while you're at work, 
for about five minutes and just steal some time and spend with him. I know he I, he loves us so much and I know he he wants that time with us. I'll you know I'll be praying for you. You know I'll be praying for you. If no one told you today, I'm telling you, I love you. Jesus loves you more. Go out and inspire the world around you to be purpose unstoppable.